0: Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable uh, involves a a terror that many of us can only imagine and, of course, a testament to miracles. The book is called The Sixth Passenger, a Real-Life Drama, by author John Whalen from Christian Faith Publishing. John, thank you for being on the show.
1: It's my pleasure.
0: Now, tell everybody a a little bit about your story.
1: Well, there was a uh, flight which would normally be routine that I was making from Busan in South Korea to the capital city of Seoul. Things were going nicely. I was flying on instruments, couldn't see the ground, and all of a sudden my navigation radio malfunctioned. I didn't know it until I realized that I could not contact sole approach control. I could not contact anybody at all. I gave a number of different distress calls, the mayday call, no responses. So I knew I had lost all my radios. I'm in the clouds and things began to look pretty grim when I realized that I was just about out of fuel. I had tried for well over an hour to reach anybody, couldn't do it. And uh, so the airplane was rapidly running out of fuel and I figured we were going to crash. I, uh, I knew that if we crashed, I was going to die and go to hell. And that really shook me up a little bit, and so it was pretty touch-and-go there until finally we broke out of the clouds, and uh, we were real close to the ground, and I had to set the airplane down because I had had no power to fly it. We were out of fuel. And uh, I was able to set it down on a narrow, muddy, winding road. And as soon as I touched down, the airplane slid to the left off the road into some rice paddies. And I figured once that happened, we were going to flip when we hit the dikes in the rice paddies. But the dike was strong enough stop us. And so uh, the flight ended with just a little bit of mud on the airplane, which was more than not just one miracle, but a series of miracles that got us down.
0: Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get your book published and, and to be able to tell your story?
1: Uh, it was very simple. Uh, I told them I was going to do it, and uh, they said, go for it. And once I did, uh, they published it. And I know Christian Faith Publishing has quite a good reputation, so I'm looking forward to the book, uh, making some inroads and uh, making some sales.
0: When people read this book, is there a a message that you hope comes across when people read your story?
1: Well, yes. The the main story here is the work of the Holy Spirit in the, the flight itself. I had not prayed, I had not been close to God, but there was no doubt in my mind when I heard that voice in my airplane take control of this aircraft, when I was certain we were going to crash, the sound of the voice was like none I'd ever heard before. I could not only hear the voice, I could hear it. It was a lustrous silver in color, and it was uh, so authoritative and unusual, that it immediately got my attention. I had resigned myself that we were going to die, and I had given up even flying the airplane because it had no power. But soon as I heard that voice, I immediately, there was a transformation in me, within me, that took me from being uh, a coward to a hero, so to speak, because I was able to get the airplane down safely. And I attribute that to the Holy Spirit of God. And the message is, if it can happen to me, it can happen to
0: anyone. It's a, a wonderful testimony and also a fascinating story. The book is called The Sixth Passenger, a real-life drama by author John Whalen from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone to pick up their copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And John, thank you for being on the show. It was my pleasure. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a, a really interesting book that I'm really excited to find out more about. Of course, you can't turn on the news without uh, stories of, uh, of bigotry and brutality, and and uh, it's a sad state that uh, we're in this uh, in this day and age, but I think this next book kind of delves into that. The book is called Brutality, the Third Eye, by author Candace Phillips Anderson from Fulton Books. Candice, thank you for being on the show.
2: Thank you, Chris.
0: Now tell everybody uh, a little bit about your book.
2: My book is about an African American man named Terrence Burton. He and his family visited his family, and they were having such a great time. At this time, for Terrence and his family to leave, after the departure, he travels down this long country road. The family was stopped by two bigot police officers whose goal is to make their quota by killing a person of another color. Therefore, Terrence is brutally beaten and left for dead, and his family is tormented in the worst way. Lastly, Terrence Burton, he goes for the revenge. He has a gift called the third eye. It's a generational gift. Some would call it a curse, but ruthlessly, Terrence vows to wreak havoc on everyone who's involved.
0: Now, what inspired you to to write this book? Where did did this all kind of come from?
2: Well, in general, you know, the ongoing years of this sheltered-like society, which clearly is biased, but chooses to wear a mask. Um, The dishonorable and the undignified acts of the men and women dressed in blue who swore to protect and to serve, but instead, Some traded in their white hoods and robes for a blue uniform or a similar color. You know, cell phones recordings are telling the truth, but to some, they will not acknowledge that there's a problem called hate and racism, and that's really a shame.
0: Now, if you're looking at a target audience, who's who's the reader that you really want to see this book get into the hands of?
2: You know, everyone who wants to see justice. So I would like for this to be targeted to everyone because everyone has something that they can learn from this experience.
0: Now, how was it for you working with Fulton Books to to get this book published and to be able to share this this powerful message?
2: Well, actually, so far, so good. You know, if there's a question, issues, or concerns, you know, they wouldn't hesitate to contact me rather by email or phone. So I have to give them kudos.
0: Now, have you thought about uh, writing anything new, or are you working on anything?
2: Oh, yes, I'm definitely working on a sequel to this um, particular um, book in question.
0: Oh, excellent! Well, we hope we get a chance to talk about that down the road. Now, now, this book, uh, "Brutality: The Third Eye." W- when people read this, what do you hope is the most important message that uh, readers get from this book?
2: Wonderful question. You know. I would say accountability. You know, love is what brought this family together, and that's what they had to offer before the worst nightmare came to pass. Corrupt cops. Understand, not all people that carry guns and badges are corrupt. However, the ones that are, It's our duty as a society to see that they are held accountable for their actions. From the ones that call the police on an 8-year-old child for selling bottled water to the ones who are coward enough to body slam a teenage little girl onto the concrete or shoot a person in the back and kill them in cold blood. Or get this, the ones that would choke and kill a black man for selling CDs to the ones who would kindly carry a Caucasian man that just shot up a church to Burger King for lunch. You know, it's time to stop the ignorance, most importantly. You know, it's about putting the end to this cruel disease called hate. Chris, honestly, hate stinks. It's sucks. You know, it sucks the life out of men, women, boys, and girls of color.
0: It's a sad thing in this world that there is such hate and bigotry and racism, but I think, you know, I think it takes a, a book like this to, to really open people's eyes. The book is called Brutality, the Third Eye by author Candace Phillips Anderson from Fulton Books. You can get your copy today at Amazon.com, iTunes, Google Play, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Walmart, just a few of the sources online and as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Candace, thank you for being on on the show.
2: Thank you so much, Chris, for having
0: me. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a, a book I'm really excited to, to find out more about because I think everybody needs this in their life, uh, in, in what they do. The book is called With P-A-S-S-I-O-N by author Lincoln S. Kokoram from Christian Faith Publishing. Lincoln, thank you for being on the show.
3: Thank you for having me, Chris.
0: Now tell everybody a, a little bit about your book.
3: Well, the title of the book is With Passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, and the subtitle is Stop working, start performing. So I'm encouraging people to stop working, start performing. I'm telling people, don't go to church, go to worship. It's a whole different mindset. And the content of this book, the material was, but was totally inspired by the Holy Spirit. When I sat down to write this, the pen just flowed, Chris. And as we were talking about, everybody will tell you, people who have a passion for what they do excel at what they do. I'm yet to meet. An individual who will tell me, I do not want to excel. I just want to be okay. I want to be average. I'm yet to meet that person. But what happens is circumstances come in the way. Obstacles step up and people settle for okay. And they settle for average. Well, I'm hoping that when they read this book, they will no longer settle for okay. They will no longer settle for average. And They will always aim to excel in every single thing that they do.
0: Now, where did the idea for this book come from? Did, did you draw from any of your own personal experiences?
3: Man, I'm Chris. I was at a football game in Houston, Texas. Miami Dolphins was playing the Houston Oilers. And the Dolphins were beating up on the Oilers. And I'm a, I used to be a Dolphin fan when Dan Marino played. I, I was so happy and so excited. There were 80,000 people in the arena, in the stadium. And everybody was, you know, having fun. And then the stadium went silent on me. I was not hearing anything other than this voice in my head, Chris. And the voice knew my name and the voice said to me, Lincoln, look at you. I haven't seen you so happy and full of joy in a long time. Come Monday, where would this joy go? Or Tuesday by Wednesday? What if you could find a way to bottle this emotion you're feeling right now and apply it to what you do every day? Chris. That's when the seed was planted in my head to write this book.
0: Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this book published to be able to share this message?
3: You know what, Chris? I'm going to tell you. Christian Faith Publishing was a totally different experience. They were responsive. I got blessed in that the young lady I'm working with, Abby Parker, is like a true business partner. She is so quick to respond on time. I never have to follow up. I'm getting a great return on my investment. And my next book, I will go back to Christian Faith Publishing.
0: When people read this, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across from, from this book?
3: You know, that's a really good, the most important message is that do not allow circumstances. Do not lo- allow the devil to steal your joy. Do not allow it. Take control. You. And I, and I close the book. You are the star in the movie of your life. Make every day an Oscar-winning performance. No matter what you do, it doesn't have to be a big deal. You know, like I met a guy once in a hotel in the men's in the room, and he was cleaning toilet squares and the man was whistling and having a great time. That's what the message. No matter what you do, do it with joy. Work as if you're working for the Lord and not for man, because he sees all. And he recognizes all, and he will reward you. Your company may not give you a bonus check at the end of the year, but Jesus Christ will reward you. And his reward is more precious than any reward we can get in this world today
0: a fantastic message and a message that we all need to hear. The book is called With P-A-S-S-I-O-N by author Lincoln S. Kokaram from uh, Christian Faith Publishing, a wonderful book. I encourage everyone to pick up their copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And I want to thank uh, Lincoln for being on the show.
3: Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure.
0: Our next book in the Friday Night Author Roundtable, an empowering book of encouragement for all women. The book is called A Woman's Worth, A Walk of Faith by author Nicole Farmer from Christian Faith Publishing. Nicole, thank you for being on the show.
4: Thank you for having me, Chris.
0: Now tell everybody a a little bit about your book.
4: Well, my book is really dedicated to all individuals, but specifically the genre is to women and to the young girls who um, have gone through different trials and tribulations and want to reposition themselves to do better. Either they be married, divorced, single or just going through different trials.
0: Now, what inspired you uh, to write this book? Did you draw from any of your own personal experiences?
4: I did. I drew from the fact that I took care of my mom for a very young age, and she was a very strong woman, but um, she ha- she was mentally ill. And what I did was I was like a mother figure to her on top of being her daughter. And so I just watched her go through her trials and tribulations and, and all the successes in her life. And she passed away about two and a half years ago. So I pretty much dedicated this book to her.
0: Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this book published and to be able to share this?
4: Wow, it was wonderful. I had a lot of people who guided me in the right direction, very patient and very loving individuals. They took the time to really get to know who I was and what I wanted for, for my book.
0: Is this something you've thought about doing again? Maybe a follow-up to this, or are you working on anything new?
4: I actually am working on something new. Um, I'm working on pretty much like a children's book for, like, guiding children into kindergarten, helping them understand what they should be looking forward to when they get into kindergarten. And it'll be like a fun story about kids and finding different friends and how to become their own as they grow.
0: Oh, excellent. That sounds like a fun book. Hopefully, we'll get to talk about that in the future. Now, this book, A Woman's Worth, A Walk of Faith, when it's all said and done, and people have read this book, especially women, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across with this?
4: I'm hoping that the message that women get is never give up, um, no matter what trials and tribulations they may go through, that they can do this, and with encouragement, they can lead and be leaders, and grow and reposition their lives for the better.
0: I tell you what, this is a a fantastic book. Like you said, you know, everyone goes through through trials and tribulations, and to have something like this, a a, a great guiding light of hope and encouragement, I think uh, uh, women and everyone is going to gain a lot from this. The book is called "A Woman's Worth: A Walk of Faith" by author Nicole Farmer from. Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And, Nicole, thank you for being on the show.
4: Thank you so very much.
0: Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think it'll be an excellent look at how we're supposed to be as as Christians and followers of Christ. The book is called Not of the World by author Ray D. Brown from Christian Faith Publishing. Ray, thank you for being on the show. Yes, sir, you're welcome. It's I'm honored to be here. Now, tell everybody a, a bit about this book.
5: Well, this book is it's, um, it's mostly about sanctification, and I know that's not a real popular uh, subject today, but there's less and less uh, discernible degree of separation between God's people and the people of the world. And uh, that concerned me, and, uh, and this book was born out of my Bible study, out of my personal research, of how I would draw closer to uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and how I would draw his power into my life. And and God God showed me through his word that he said, Sanctify them through thy word. Uh, Thy word is truth. And um, Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I'll pray to the Father, and he'll send you a comforter that will abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. And that really struck me that in Christianity, basically, I hate to be critical like this, but it is a hard hitting book that God wants to set us free from self-realization to God-realization. I call it Christ-consciousness. And to, to draw that power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrected Christ, into my life, and to have that spirit, I had to markedly separate myself from this world system. And I want to see the church do that, not as better people, but as different people.
0: Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and to be able to share this uh, such an important message?
5: They're great. They're easy to work with. And uh, I learned a lot about editing. I learned a lot about uh, writing and how to be a writer and how to be more, uh, my writing would be more fluent through their help. They made it possible financially, and then they led me step by step through it. And uh, they were great to work with. And uh, I had the input I wanted, what I felt and what I thought, uh, was important to them, and they, they expressed that, and uh, I appreciated that.
0: Now, this book, uh, Not of the World, w- when people read this, what do you hope uh, is the most important message that comes across uh, w- when it's all said and done?
5: I, I think it's something I would have liked to have read, that it's, it's really pretty raw, and it's pretty in-your-face, and it's, uh, it's either get real or, or put it down. And that's the way I needed it. Uh, Chris, on a personal note, the thing that was said to me that had most value in my life and sometimes out of, you know, I know we're supposed to speak the truth in love. I lost my mother this last uh, August, but something she said was the most important thing that was ever said to me throughout my lifetime as I struggled with drugs and alcohol and multiple rehabs. She told me one time, you're nothing but a drug addict. And that was the truth in love, but it was the desperation of love. And if I love you, then I'm not going to sit back and watch you destroy yourself or I'm going to warn you of, of the sword that's coming. Of the judgment of God that's coming, and sometimes to speak the truth in love is to hurt, is to hurt people's feelings, and this may hurt some people's feelings. But the hungry and the thirsty, I think, for more of God, are going to see the truth of it. That going through the motions isn't isn't going to uh, cut it, and that, like James said, that. Uh, A friend of the world is the enemy of God and that's a, that's the truth in love right there and that the lukewarm are going to be spewed out of the mouth of Jesus Christ and we know this word and we persist as lukewarm anyway.
0: I think people are going to find uh, the truth and love in this book. Uh, The book is called Not of the World by author Ray D. Brown from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone, pick up your copy today at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And, Ray, thank you for being on the show.
5: Yes, sir. Thank you, Chris.
0: Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a book I'm really excited to find out more about. It's a sequel to the book called Circuit Rider. Uh, the book is called Sometimes a Diamond by author H.I. Abel uh, from Christian Faith Publishing. And here to talk to us uh, a little bit about this book is uh, his brother Jim. Jim, how are you doing?
6: I'm doing great, Chris.
0: Well, thanks for being on the show. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about this book.
6: This book, Sometimes a Diamond, is actually a sequel to the book Circuit Rider, as Chris said. The Circuit Rider Writer, chronicles a circuit writer in the 1800s going from place to place presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. And basically it is his story how God used him as he went from place to place and how God controlled his destiny. He actually had uh, uh, an encounter that uh, was caused by having a tree fall on him and that delayed him long enough to actually save a damsel in distress and run afoul of uh, an organization called the Brotherhood. The book, Sometimes a Diamond, as I said, is a sequel, and it takes off when Preacher leaves the town of West Fork and the little church that he established there, and again runs afoul of the Brotherhood and Eli Thomas, the, the ringleader. He is saved by an elderly rancher, Who saves his life? Uh, They were going, uh, the Brotherhood was going to actually lynch him, and uh, she prevented that from happening and took him home. And the rest uh, is uh, the story of of his time there.
0: Could you give us a little insight into your your brother and and, and what kind of made him uh, start this series? And where did this all kind of come from?
6: My great-great-grandfather was a circuit writer, and uh, I personally am a fourth-generation pastor descended from his line, and Paul was always interested in history. In fact, one of his majors in college was history, and he decided to take a bit of time out of his schedule and begin to write this book, which is fiction, uh, but it's based loosely on the fact that my great-grandfather was uh, a circuit writer.
0: Now, how has the process been working with Christian Faith Publishing and getting uh, this book published and to be able to share this?
6: Christian Faith has really done a miraculous job doing this. I got into the process later When my brother passed away, and I took over uh, the liaison with Christian Faith to get this book published and out to the readers.
0: Now, did your brother have anything uh, else uh, written that uh, that you'd like to publish or, or anything of that sort?
6: I'm glad you brought that up, because... Uh, my son and I have been looking at this, and there were a few notes that my brother left. That what we uh, are going to do, we're going to attempt to write the the third in the trilogy and uh, bring this to a close.
0: Now, this book, uh, sometimes a diamond. When it's uh, when it's all said and done, and and the readers read this book, what do you hope is the most important message? Uh, of this story.
6: I think the most important message of both books is the fact that God is in complete control. He orchestrates things that we never dreamed of, and because of that, the the Christian life is, is certainly an adventure. And with sometimes a diamond, one of the things that was really important was the fact that Jesus himself never let known evil go unopposed, and neither did the preacher.
0: Well, I think this is a fascinating story and uh, one of those uh, period piece books that uh, I always find fascinating. I encourage everyone to pick up their copy, both uh, this book, uh, Sometimes a Diamond, and the uh, the previous book, uh, Circuit Rider. Both, I think, uh, excellent stories. And, of course, by author H.I. Abel from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And, of course, I want to thank Jim for being on the show to tell us all about this book. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.